Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back, Seekers, to episode 21 of Need More Buffs. I am your host, Matt Sonnenberg, and as of this recording, we are just one week away from the release of Lightseekers Mythical, and I cannot be more excited. We are expecting 152 new cards. In addition, we've recently found out that there will be 46 Wave 1 reprints in this set as well. So that gives us a total of 198 cards in the set. I think that's a solid number for this first expansion. It's still a far cry from the 350 or so cards we got in in set one, but it's going to be enough cards to give us a lot of options and really change up the game. I'm really excited to see what people are able to come up with with the release of this new set. With that being said, this episode is going to be a little bit different. I wanted to go to the community and find out what are you excited for? What cards are you looking at? And so I invited many of my past guests on the show to come on and give us some of their thoughts about these new Wave 2 cards. My guests this week include Jaeger Noon, who was featured in Episode 4, Lifesaber, who was first featured in Episode 8, Rev the Roadie, we heard from in Episode 10, Chap Jackman in episode 13, Wanton Nerd for episode 14, and finally some random guy from episode 15. To keep their responses from going all over the place and keep the rambling to a minimum, I asked them three specific questions. The first was, which new hero are they going to build the deck around first? The second being, which is their favorite non-hero card in the new set? And then finally, I asked for their overall impressions of Wave 2 or Mythical. So this episode will be split up into those three sections, followed by their responses. If you want to get the show notes for this episode, you can head over to DeliveryCrab.com slash 021. That's DeliveryCrab.com slash 021. Over there, you will find any links mentioned in this episode, as well as contact information for all of my guests. And if you want to just get a quick recap of the cards that they're talking about, you can go over there and I'll have links to those as well. And now it's time to get right into it. So our first question, what is the first hero you plan to build a deck for? It's got to be Captain Blacktail. It's a new cross-order Storm Astral hero. It's absolute badass. I cannot wait to get hold of it. Is she the best hero in set? I don't know, but for me, I can't wait to uh, to find out. I think the the mix between Storm and Astral is really good. Uh, she synergizes really well with the new set. I can see a lot of cards straight away. And she also synergizes really well with the original set, like Seeker's Awakenings. So we kind of get a double whammy there. I think she's going to be a strong contender right off the bat. The first hero that I am most excited to build a deck around is Tempas. She is a tech hero with superior time, and her ability is that you move one card from your hand to the bottom of your deck to draw two cards. It can't be used if the deck is empty, but that's not really that big of a deal um, in the kind of deck I think I would build around her. 
she doesn't really give you card advantage, um, but she allows you to fix not only your hand, but the bottom of your deck. And Lightseeker's Mythical has a couple other cards that actually play off the bottom of your deck. Um, for example, Chrono Angler lets you look at the bottom four cards of your deck, and you can play one of them without using an additional action. Um, so that is something that would work really well with Templars, because if you know exactly what's on the bottom of your deck then it allows you right then and there to play one of those without using an additional action. So you're, in a sense, being able to use three cards, three actions, in the turn. Um, another card that it works well with is Gravity Well. So you look at the bottom four cards of your deck, and you can draw a card from them, or instead draw a card from the top. Let's say at the beginning of the game, uh, you have healing in your hand, and you don't need healing at the beginning, so you use Tempas to put it back in the bottom of your deck. But then a couple turns goes by and you're about to die. Let's gravity well that healing back. I really like the way that it could interface. I really like the possibilities for Tempas, and I can't wait to build a deck around her. What's the first hero that I plan to build a deck for? There are so many heroes that I'm looking at for this set. It's really hard to just to pick one, but I think one of the coolest ones that I'm really interested in is uh, Vegard, or I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, he's the giant green wolf that if you take a damage from a single hit, then you become immune to damage uh, the rest of the turn. I've had this desire to build sort of a stall deck for a while, and I've, I've done a little bit of that with, with some of the current set. But I'm looking at this card, and I'm seeing some of the options out there to really set up for a fun stall deck. And frankly, just the card is cool. Uh, I haven't played too much of the online since Mythical has been kind of coming out. I've been looking at some of the online, uh, the RPG game, and that was one of the, the guys, the little story arcs that I really enjoyed playing with. So I'm excited about doing that one. I think it's a really cool character. Um, I love that they're branching out and sort of drawing in very nature, right? Pulling in the spirit of the forest to, to kind of age you. So pretty cool stuff. So I'm looking forward to building a deck with that hero. Naturally, the, the first deck I'm going to make is for my favorite hero. Um, that is a bit of a toss-up, though, between Madgut the Wise and Shellguard Tuna. I think... Uh, I love an underdog, it seems, but I think I'm going to give it to Shellguard Tuna. Um, she has really high starting health, all things considered, uh, because she has two superiors. Um, and that means her ability kind of has to balance her out. And um, the, the drawback she has is that you can't play three or four cost combos. Um, but that's what makes her like interesting to me. I think that she promotes a, a strategy I like, which is uh, abusing uh, Evaporator and Overload to be able to get value out of higher cost combos without actually playing them at all. Um, and I think her artwork's really cool, so that's definitely something I, uh, I want to play around with, uh, especially looking at the fact that all the other Storm cards from Mythical have like really interesting effects, namely like Mantic Volta and Wave Crusher are really high on my list of things I, I want to check out. Overall, obviously, the biggest hype is going to be around the new Mythical Heroes, and with that being said, I think my personal favorite is going to be Zelana Bloodroot. She is the Nature and Dread Hero. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting possibilities for her. Um, I believe Zelana is a female, but maybe I'm assuming. In any case, I think having a lot of aggression through buff removal is definitely going to be one of the more interesting aspects since there's so many new buffs and so many more buff interaction cards uh, with the newest set. Uh, besides that, I think my secondary favorite hero would probably be uh, within the Dread order because I am a Dread primary player uh, and I really enjoy some of the newer cards, uh, especially Grimus the Bright Blightbringer, 
who is uh, a common hero, but has a very interesting passive uh, ability. So I think it would be a nice aggressive uh, poison deck using Grimus uh, and some interesting options uh, going into the newer set and the card interactions from Awakenings and Mythical. The hero I'm most excited to build around is probably General Carnage. He was one of the first released, and his ability, deal two damage to yourself and put an item on the top of your deck, reduces the need for a Tentotian Blacksmith and really improves the consistency of a multi-order hero. Making sure that you can play the cards that you're putting in your deck just opens up the space for deck building way farther than it was before. It's great to see that so many people are gravitating towards different areas of these new cards, and there really wasn't any overlap there. If I'm being perfectly honest, the first hero that I want to take a look at would also be Captain Blacktail, as Jaeger Noon highlighted. But in the interest of keeping things unique, I want to bring up party planner Nishi. She was, I think, the last hero that was revealed, but maybe one of the most unique ones as it she is the first hero i believe that allows us to stray from the standard 35 card deck with nishi you are allowed to have six combos in your deck and so that that's in addition to the rest of your rest of your deck like you still get your 30 action cards but now instead of five combos, you get six combos. So your deck is actually going to have 36 cards if you so choose. Considering this is the Storm Order, I think having six combos in your deck could be very advantageous. Now moving on to our second question, what is your favorite non-hero card from Lightseeker's Mythical? And it's got to be Creeble Monk. Now Creeble Monk is an unaligned buff that has three corners on it, and no hero can use abilities. So I love this card. Uh, if you know me, I play Granite. I think it's going to go well in the Granite deck. Uh, maybe just sided in Granite. But the idea to shut off your opponent's draw power, because really that's what you're going to be using it for. You're going to be shutting off those Dolos. You're going to be shutting off those Zunas, those Sicarios. You're going to get rid of the Flynamos as well. So you're going to get that you're going to get that ability to slow down your opponent it heals you a little bit as well it gives you like a four heal uh if, if it manages to complete its cycle so you know that's not too bad either but really the no hero can use abilities i think is really cool i love that and uh, the art for that is just fantastic as well you kind of got this like zen creeble sitting on a rock it uh it always makes me smile every time i see it Choosing my favorite card from Lightseeker's Mythical was really difficult. Uh, all of the cards are so amazing, and the art is phenomenal. So I had to not only choose the card abilities that I liked the best, but also the art, because you can't leave the art aside. So I eventually, after staring at all of the cards for a very long time, came down to Mantix Hatchlings as my new favorite card of the set. Uh, Mantix Hatchlings is four clunky corners, and it's damage to your target at the start of your turn, rotated one step forward when you take one or more damage. However, if you have damage reduction out there and you're not actually taking that damage, these Hatchlings are just going to stay out there and deal two damage at the start of your turn 
for a pretty long time. So if you build your deck around having those out there and just dealing a residual two every single turn, it could be really powerful. Plus, the Mantix Hatchlings are the gosh darn cutest things you've ever seen in your life. My favorite non-hero uh, card that's coming out, I have a couple. And again, this is just like the other question, hard to to boil down just to one. Um, but because I am a Storm guy at heart, I decided I'm going to have to bring up a Storm card. And it's one of the newest ones that was released. I was going to pick a different one, but I have to go with Storm Calling. Uh, Two-cost combo, um, allowing you to move all your combo cards from your discard pile back to your deck and then draw two cards. I know it can be situational. You're going to want to save that for late game. But all the same, I think it's a great combo. I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, I love playing off some of my combos. And just being able to so cheaply go grab that and pull it back sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I've already got some really interesting ideas to use with that combo. So there you go. When you see it out there, you'll know. You heard it here first. I've definitely got plans for that card. In terms of non-hero cards, um, I still I'm just going to fall to action cards because I have to. Um, I've taken a real shining to Haunting Dreadling. It's honestly been the most thought-provoking card in all of the set for me, um, and I think it has some really obvious and fantastically strong synergies with Venom Feeder and Carabid Scavenger as well. Um, and I feel like it's finally given me a reason to play Dread outside of goofy deck concepts uh, that abuse strange card interactions which you know i want to do but it, it's just for fun i suppose up until now uh, and being able to make uh, a rush dread deck is something that i've always wanted to do uh, and now that these new cards are coming out we're not really held ransom by the abyss suite of cards so weaver and tentacle don't have the same hold on us and haunting dreadling i think has the ability to really uh you know push the damage forward and make rush as for like a, a strategy for dread at least uh, a really interesting option uh, in future sets besides the heroes i am also really interested in uh seeing what the dread order has because in my opinion while it was my favorite to play it was also one of the weaker options competitively so i think a lot of the cards that they included in the new set will definitely shore up some of the weaknesses uh so the the one that I, I was most interested in is Obfuscation, which is a, another Dread combo buff um, that protects a lot of your other buffs. It uh, protects that buff and the two buffs to the left of it. So obviously buff placement is going to be much more important and uh, interesting to see when buff uh, alteration and rearranging comes into play. Uh, besides that combo, the other one that was on my radar is going to be Shade Whirler. Uh, just really, really cool looking, uh, very similar and reminiscent to Reality Twister from the Astro Order. And uh, the ability to use more than one ability per turn is pretty amazing. The card I'm most excited about is Obfuscation. You all know that Dread is one of my favorite orders. And this combo buff... Uh, costing two poison and two shadow is difficult to play but when it's in play the buff and the two buffs to its left cannot be removed or returned by other heroes letting you keep crucial parts of the sicario ability trigger combo in play such as night lurker or abyss tentacle it was always rough when buff removal would knock out key components of your 
ability trigger setup, and you'd have to start over from the beginning. I must say, I think that's another solid set of answers there. A few things I think we can all agree on is the art on these cards are amazing. If you haven't seen these cards yet, take a look at them, or if you just want to wait and be surprised, that's fine too. But appreciate the art on these cards. They put a lot of work into it. Also, if you're a Dread player, check out Obfuscation. It seems to be a pretty good card. I think a lot of Dread players will be using that one. For me personally, once again, I'm going to gravitate towards the Storm Order. That has always kind of been my order. I struggle, like a lot of people, just to pick one card, but I think there's one I want to highlight, and that's the Windseer. The Windseer is a card that allows you to view your opponent's hand, your their entire hand. And not only do you get to see what they're holding at any given time when, well, when you play this card, but you get to put one of the cards from their hand back into their deck. That means if you're setting up for a big combo, you can get rid of that pesky buff removal. Or if you know they have a cross-order deck, or maybe you found out they had a cross-order deck, you can put that item back into their deck and make them have to draw it again before they can actually fulfill any kind of plan they may have in mind. I think it gives you a lot of options. It obviously gives you a lot of information just being to view their hand, but it gives you a lot of power being able to send a card of your choice back to their deck. And now we move on to our third and final question of the episode. Just give me your overall impressions of Wave 2 of Lightseeker's Mythical. What do you think about it? Anything else you're excited for? Let's hear it. So my overall impression of the set is I think this is the set that's going to that's gonna push it up to 11. If you, if you get the reference, you know, it's uh, it's everything that you wanted and a little bit more on top of that. So the card art looks better. The the heroes look better. Everything just looks better. Everything just looks sharper. Uh, the surprises for me, I think, really is that some some orders like Astral become more defined. So more free actions, more extra turns. Uh, whereas orders like Tech kind of take on a, hundred, a kind of new twist as well. So they've given it a little bit of the same, a little bit of something new, and that's what I like. What I'd like to see, there's not too much left to see at, when I'm when I'm recording this. But I'd like to see just a couple more mill cards. I don't know if we will see them, but it's my favourite type of deck that I want to build, but I just can't get it right at the moment. So Play Fusion, if you're hearing this before it goes out, just give me uh, one more mill card <laughs> and I'll be happy. And uh, right, let's have a look here. Uh, what makes you excited for the new set? I've said that. And what would you like to see? Yep. So you've heard it. So thank you very much, Delivery Crab, for uh, for taking my soundbite. And uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get to see you guys soon if you're in the UK in the next regional tournament. Thanks very much. As far as my overall impressions of Lightseeker's Mythical, I am absolutely amazed by the art, and I love the new card effects. I am incredibly excited for the new decks that I know we'll see in the next regional tournaments, and I honestly can't wait to play around with all of the new card interactions. I think that Playfusion and the Lightseekers team did a fantastic job designing this card wave, and I 100% cannot wait to open my boxes on the 20th. And my overall impressions of Mythical have been positive. This being my first real experience of a release uh, for a TCG. I've been part of some other big releases, but I feel like this one, Playfusion has done it well. They have really done a good job of getting us excited about it, 
spreading out the love using a lot of our content creators in the community to share cards has been really exciting. There is that sort of that dark shadow side uh, to that, that at times keeping up with what cards were released can be challenging, especially if, if I had a busy day that day, it was hard to, to think, okay, this is going to be released on Twitter. This one's going to be on Instagram or, or on the discord channel. And so sort of having to, at the end of the week, a couple times, go back to the Lightseeker site, look at the reveal page. And there were a number of times that I thought, I don't even remember when that card was announced or who announced that one. But all the same, I, I think it's it's been of good buildup to, to release date. And I, for one, am very excited. I think the cards are, look great. I think they're going to offer us a lot of exciting variety within uh, gameplay. I'm especially excited about the wide variety of heroes. It's been kind of my experience that we sort of drifted to a, a very few set of heroes. Uh, and I'm sure that'll be the same for this set, but certainly makes me hopeful that we're going to see greater variety um, in, in the competitive world. And it's definitely given me some ideas for, for doing some own thing, some of my own things. But this is just widening the base for creativity within deck building. And I've, I'm excited about that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, a real exciting thing. Um, my wife is tired of the countdown um, in our house because I keep every day saying, oh, we're only so many days from the new new release. Um, so she definitely knows when that's going on, even though she does not play the game at all, has no interest. Um, well, she has an interest in playing with me whenever I, I, I approach it. But, you know, it, I'm very excited about this set uh, and excited to see what people do with it. Part of what I've experienced and what I've enjoyed about the community has been seeing some of the creativity, seeing what goes to some of the tournaments and thinking, oh, I never would have thought about that or, or seeing that card um, through that lens. So this is exciting. And the, the commentary has been fun. So this looks great. My impression of Mythical as a complete package is really, really positive. Um, I really enjoy the fact that we're getting new deck options for every order. In particular, we're seeing certain personalities come about for certain orders. Um, honestly, I feel like nature finally has a place because without Pollen Weaver, people were concerned that it might scramble for somewhere to fit in as opposed to just being like a weird stall deck that we've had from before. But, uh, you know, it really has a personality now and having that element of uh, hand size punishment that we've seen come forward with like Ashwood Diver and Infected Veg. I think are really interesting. Uh, well, it's a really interesting component to, to nature, to say the least. I will say that I do have some concerns about Mythical as well. Um, I feel as though the the game, the actual uh, meta game, could accelerate somewhat. Uh, I mean, we'll have faster games than what we've had in set one. Um, I think we'll move away really from the the stall decks of old and the sort of medium paced gameplay uh, to more of a, a faster game, have you know faster rounds, which is good for tournaments, I suppose, but it's not great overall for like player experience. I don't think. Um, especially to new players, the first in a bunch of friends to cotton on to that idea will probably have the most annoying experience for their friends because they'll be the first person to realize, oh, I have this much birch damage. Uh, especially considering we have like lower cost, higher impact uh, combos and cards now, um, where like tech can do like 15 damage on a two cost combo seems pretty ridiculous. Uh, considering you have to do 17 from a four cost, it's a strange toss up, but, um, you know, it'll be an interesting direction for the game at least. And, um, of course, we only have to wait it out till uh, August, so things are genuinely in flux. But 
Um, only time will tell how it lands. I, I think this is just one of the options that the game could go down. And uh, if it does get quicker, so be it. We'll, we'll get quicker with it, I suppose. It's not something I'm going to give up on just yet, of course. Uh, I want to explore everything that Mythical has to offer. There's a ton of new cards, a ton of new heroes that I'm really interested in. So uh, overall, I'm really excited. Props to Player Fusion for actually improving the artwork because they said they would and they didn't overpromise. So I'm really excited and uh, I can't wait to get my hands on some cards and, you know, make some new decks. Overall, I think Mythical has a lot of positive changes for the game, a lot of interesting new effects, a lot of balancing that we definitely need for some of the orders that were falling a little bit behind in the competitive scene, but still not uh, pushing out older cards to be less viable in competitive play. So really nice to see that uh, in addition to uh, all the interactions with old cards and new cards. My overall impression of Mythical is, is really high. Unlike the base set, where they had to include a lot of uh, what I'll call stock cards, cards that are just baseline 5 damage or 6 healing or 2 card draw, it seemed like every one of the Mythical cards actively tried to pull you in a direction and told you about somewhere or some card setup that you really wanted to create and make happen because the payoff would be amazing. As I hope you can tell from these responses, we are excited. We cannot wait for Mythical to be released, and we want to get our hands on these cards. A big thank you to PlayFusion and the entire Lightseekers team for allowing so many of us to take part in the card reveal process. Once again, I would also like to thank all of my guests for taking the time out of their schedules to put something together and help me produce this episode. I hope everyone listening enjoyed this episode. Next week, I am working on getting Chris and Benny, the creators of the game, back onto the show. We haven't had them on since the very beginning of the show many months ago, and I want to get them back on to talk about Wave 2 and creating a new set of cards and everything that goes into it. So hopefully, that'll be on the docket for next week. But first, we have to get through this week, and it's going to be a busy one. Got a lot of prep to do yet for the upcoming set, getting the site ready for that, getting orders, uh, or rather pre-orders, all set to go. So when I do get stock in, we can get it shipped out to everybody right away who has ordered. We can get those singles up on the site for those of you who don't like to buy boxes, you just want to buy the singles. We're going to get it all out there, get it ready, ready to go as soon as possible. In the meantime, be sure to join us on Facebook if you're not already. To find the group, go to deliverycrab.com slash Facebook, and that will redirect you to the Facebook group where you can find all of the information about the new set, all the discussions that are going on. If you have any questions about how the game is played or any of the new cards coming up, you can check it us check us out there. Not only are there a lot of uh, visionaries and oracles in that group, but a lot of the PlayFusion staff is part of that group as well, so they'll be able to answer questions for you too. I think that's all I have for you this week, so now it's time for me to go make some more deliveries.